good to see you, fellas. Shoot, I don't even know how to work my yeah, microphone anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're getting familiar with our equipment. Happens. Yeah. yeah. That's it's like riding a bike, right? Yeah. yeah. We're back. We're back. Uh, it's been, what, over two months at least? Something like Almost that. Almost three. We went on a summer break. Yeah. Good we've seeing. We've gotten a lot of requests. Uh, yeah. i tell you, the last couple of weeks, my email text have blown up. When are y'all going to do another recording? I'm like, all right, yeah, fine. We, we, fine. You broke us. Yep. You have to. So we're just giving you what you want, people. Yeah. Try to stay out of Adam's office in the middle of the summer. So yeah. What, <laughs> it's 80, a little warm. At least 85 up here right now. <laughs> yeah, at least. Down to 79 at the moment. I've had the air conditioner guy, you know, me, appliances, it, it'll break, you know. That's what it is. But we've had the air conditioner guy over to our house probably five or six times in the last month. Mm. Uh, we just couldn't figure out what the issue was. But I think yesterday we finally got it ironed out. So we have cool air in the house again, and it's been fantastic. So happy about that tough time of year to have ac problems yes yes it middle is. middle august in tennessee a little brutal yeah well good seeing you fellas last night for the first time in a while we went to the get strong ministries banquet uh shout out scott batson uh yeah did an interview with him a long time ago about a year ago about a year ago mm-hmm. but like that. it yeah. was good seeing him good seeing the good work they're doing in that ministry but um looks like he's back to full force too been going overseas and started a more of a domestic branch of his ministry too so yeah. check him out get strong ministries that's really great things yeah. he's doing i've got a quick explain it to lance can y'all indulge me for oh, a second we've always sure. got time for that okay fantastic so thinking about vacations i'm probably gonna look like a big idiot but that's okay it's nothing new well that's explaining to lance that's kind of the premise <laughs> <laughs> so how did people book vacations before the internet i think you just showed up so actually it's funny <laughs> you say that my wife always talks about her dad when when they would travel as kids and no matter where they were going if they were going to chattanooga or if they were going to california he did the same routine every morning or every time they'd start out they'd get in the station wagon or whatever and he'd have to stop at like two or three different banks he'd have to stop at the post office and do all this crazy stuff but she said then when they would get to places he would stop at different hotels and try to negotiate the rate <laughs> And he'd come, oh, oh, and not only that, he would like say, oh, I want to go look at the room. And he'd come out and go, no, nah, we're not staying here. Let's go somewhere else. So, <laughs> so, I mean, at least a full day is spent just negotiating and him going Rates to the bank. And and well, that was probably before the star system. Right. Oh, he yeah. was the star He guy. was raiding them as he yeah. went. Yeah. yeah. He could have he started his own system. Probably had a black book. No, I'll check that one off. So, I remember as a kid, my dad, specifically one time I remember we were going to Panama City. And I remember in the mail getting this giant thick book that had all you know it had different sections it had like hotels condos and then things to do restaurants and he would you know you'd flip through there you'd pick out a hotel or whatever call make the reservation based on the pictures you saw and what you read now when you got there it was always different reality but i remember as a kid multiple times now with my grandparents same thing you just got in the car and went we'll figure it out when we get there but could you imagine going somewhere now, like traveling to the beach and not having a reservation? I think the thing that sticks out to me the most, like when I think about family vacations with my parents, is those, um, I don't know if they, they still exist, but you know those, like uh, it's kind of like a big, almost like a bookshelf type thing, filled with just like pamphlets of stuff that you can yes. do like in the area. Yeah. I feel like that's how we did a lot of our vacation planning, is like we would go up there and find like yeah. certain things to do within the area. And it was a coupon for a dollar off if you spend $8,000 riding go-karts. You know, it was always <laughs> something like that to suck you in. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. You how still did, see a you know, How did you even know, like, if you wanted to stay at a Days Inn, for example, how did you know there was one in Destin or Panama yeah. City? Maybe? Where, where, where do you even maps. start the search? Right. Yeah, yellow, how do you Google? Yes. Where were the reviews? Yeah. Uh, yellow pages, I guess. No, no Yelp? 
I do, you know, there, I don't know if it still exists. I guess it does. But there used to be a lot of travel agents, too, that you could go through that would, I assume travel agents still exist. I oh, don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know what they do, but they yeah. do exist. They get on the Internet for you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess I, so. Might cut that part out, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to offend some. Uh, <laughs> if you're a travel agent out there, reach out. <laughs> I'm sure you do a great job. Yeah, it's tough, tough work. <laughs> so speaking of traveling, did you boys do any summer traveling? I know y'all did. Oh, yeah, all my trips are with you, Kyle. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obvious question. Was that same. just to get the conversation yeah, started? Yeah, that was just a conversation starter. <laughs> it's like a first date. I've got to start yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Lance, y'all ended up in Florida, right? We did. We actually went to a brand new... I don't know why I'm still playing with my microphone over here. <laughs> um, yeah, we went to a brand new place. We always go to Destin usually. And um, we just... I don't know. It was a little overpriced this year. And so I was like, all right, well, let's look elsewhere. And I looked for ever i mean i feel like i looked for probably like two months it was driving timmy crazy because she was like are you sure we're gonna go on vacation i'm like yeah i promise i'm gonna book it you know here we are like probably two three weeks out before we're gonna go and i said anything booked but uh we found this uh place called anna maria island which is in uh it's kind of like south of tampa never heard of it before but we were able to fly into like sarasota which was about 30 minutes from the beach so it was actually super convenient the only thing about it was that I had to get three kids through the airport, Ooh. which was uh, and a, give, t- a give time. That, give everybody a refresher on the ages of your said children. Yeah, so at the time, uh, Jackson had, Thea had just turned three, so she was three. Jackson was still four, oh. and Henrietta was like, what, six uh, six or seven months old probably at the time? Your eldest child is four. <laughs> yeah, so we had to lug like just an unbelievable amount of stuff through the airport. Like I felt so bad for like the, we used one of those parking service uh, things at the airport and I just felt so bad for the guy like helping us out, like offload all of our luggage. I mean, it was insane. We had, let's see, I'm trying to remember we had three car seats, all three kids. We had a pack and play and the pack and play also had like a separate mattress. Then we had like one of those wagons that um, like a foldable wagon. Yeah had that because like we basically stacked everything on top of the wagon like it was taller than me which isn't saying much but it was taller than us and we we checked about six or seven bags and then you know carry on i had a personal item with all jackson's medicines in it and uh timmy had the baby bag and the kids even had their own backpacks which was like a pain even trying to get them to lift a finger to do anything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you know they have, and basically all, all they put in their bags was like a toy and some snacks and things like that but I mean honestly I would do it again though like the packing process was just a gigantic pain in the butt but not having to drive you know eight hours or so it was pretty nice, it was pretty nice. and the kids really enjoyed the flight um, Jackson you know just looked out the window the whole time and I think Thea fell asleep, and you know the baby Henrietta, she she did fine. So kids really enjoyed it. The only, I guess, bad thing is that going there, we got delayed, probably about, uh, you know, this is when you know it's going to be bad. Like you wake up the morning of your flight, and there's already like a Southwest notification on my phone saying that mm-hmm. you know your flight's been delayed. Yeah. Our flight didn't take what well, you know we we booked a night flight because, you know, me being an idiot that I am, I thought it was, you know, it was going to save us money and right. it would be less crowded. It'd be, you know, better for us. But turns out it's easier for, I guess, flights to get delayed when you take them later in the day. So we initially were delayed like three or four hours. And then throughout the day, like the timeline kept on moving, moving up. So it was kind of like getting ready to go to like the, the hospital to have a baby. Right. And I was like, all right, Timmy, it's go time. Like this, yeah, you know, the, the, gotta go. the flight has moved up. 
and so we uh, we made it there to the airport. Um, I, I want to say our, our flight probably took off seven or eight p.m. And but honestly, we didn't really get settled in like at our condo till probably after midnight. So it was kind of like we wasted a day just getting there. But you know, it it was cool. I think if I did it again, I would definitely you know do it in the morning. Um, on the way back, I actually rebooked the flight and paid a little bit extra to take off in the morning because yeah. I was like not doing a not doing a uh, evening yeah, flight a, again. That's a dad tip. Flying with kids, gotta and, get it done early. And we flew during Fourth of July. I'm, I'm not doing that again. I'm not flying, you know, during a holiday. That was mistake number one. So kind of want you with <laughs> kids. Is. Once you get past the airport experience, flying's usually generally pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I don't think I've had a bad. Yeah, I mean, you've had those horror experiences where a kid screams the whole time or something. I've never had that with my kids. Yeah. And, and so I remember we flew to Dallas and. We had to connect. This is like the first flight Ella was ever on. I think she was 18 months old. Halfway there, stopped. And from the first leg of the flight, she cried, screamed the entire time. Yeah. And I just, I was like looking around like, I'm the a-hole, everybody. Yes. I'm, 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 that's me. That's me. Yeah. The, the, the same one that I've cussed for the last 20 years. Right. Now I'm, now I'm paying for my sins. And, uh, oh man, I'll never forget. And so we finally landed. People were getting off the plane. I had my head buried and. And the flight attendant came over, and she had a cup. She put a lid on it and a little straw and gave it to Ella, and it, everything changed. Yeah. I was like, where was that an yeah. hour ago? Yes, <laughs> could you give me? Thank you, but that would have helped. Could you give me that <laughs> cup of whiskey a little something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would think that most people are decent enough to understand, like, hey, mm-hmm. it's a kid. You know, like, Only the ones that have kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. That's a good point. And the good thing with understand. flying now, most everybody, it's like, yeah, myself included, on an airplane, pop my earbuds in or your headphones and you're watching yeah, your noise cancel. yeah you're watching something on tv or listening to a podcast or something so most people can drown it out now yeah if you come on the airplane not prepared to drown out noise then you're not a <laughs> seasoned flyer yeah i don't <laughs> yeah. know what you're doing but like once we got past the airport it was it was pretty much gravy like um i mean we had a short walk to the beach and I had a nice nice little did you have any, vacation did you have any all your packing did you have anxiety about your bag weight or did you oh weigh them God. before you went? I'm glad you said that because, well, Timmy actually pre-weighed them before he went, and I was like, dang, that was that was actually really smart. Yeah. Because, like, I didn't even think about doing that. So we were good going there. But on the way back, you know, we didn't have the – souvenirs we and didn't and Well, yeah, but we didn't have the uh, the convenience of having, like, a scale like we had at our house. Oh, yeah. So we didn't know. We just kind of crammed everything in there and hoped it would work out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at, the, like, the check-in counter and, you know, trying to swap – Swap different things in different bags, and just to make it the weight uh, work out right. But yeah, that was definitely had my anxiety going. Like I don't even know if I slept the night before we left. It, I was like really anxious to get out of the house. Sounds very <laughs> relaxing. Yeah, I'm glad you got a chance to get away, Lance. Uh, yeah, I, think, I always. Uh, I finally relaxed around day three or four. I think I always feel great when we've been on a trip like that, and your your luggage is coming around, and, and you make the weight. But it has the heavy tag on it. Yeah. And you know the guy in the back's like, this SOB. I That's mean, exactly he's putting the heavy good. tag and he's having to handle your heavy 49 pound bag. Yeah, I've oh, got to imagine those guys. And we discovered that Jackson is a pretty big fan of like the uh, the luggage carousel yeah. thing. But he get he, he got really like upset, almost crying because he, he saw our luggage and then he saw it go and he got, got upset. And he started trying to take like everybody's luggage <laughs> off because he thought it was, you know, ours because it was right. just a black suitcase. So, yeah, that was kind of intense trying to calm him down. Yeah. <laughs> Had a great vacation, though. Well, right. good. Welcome Glad you back. made it back. Welcome yep. back. How about y'all? We, y'all, we, y'all were in the Florida area as well, COVID it, cap it, of the it, world, There was right? at least an hour or two out of the day that it was relaxing. Yeah. So it was a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> it is a lot of work to go yeah. to the beach. Good Lord. Yeah, dad vacation in this. Mm-hmm. It's a different animal. 
And, and while you don't have to pack bags, you get to pack everything in the camper. That is nice. That's a pro mm-hmm. right. for, for camping. Yep. I will say really the, the way the down part. there, we had a little uh, issue with our bike racks. Uh, first, yes. my bike rack got a little bit uh, mangled is the right word, I would right. say. Well, Just, that, that happened to you prior to this trip, so you had a, you got a new one. Yeah, it, it happened last trip, so I bought the <laughs> well, new one that was rated for a well, camper. Well, let's back up and give even more context to this story. So bike rack issues in our camping group has been a serious problem <laughs> so i had the worst of issues yes. with the bike racks so we're going back to what like memorial day yes yeah, so about the memorial day trip ryan had gifted me a bike rack that his family had outgrown mine's not really we're not bike heavy yet in my family my kids are pretty small so tacking on the back of my bumper it's awesome that's the bike rack itself mm-hmm. is it's nicer awesome. than the bike rack I yes yeah I, yeah I come out good in this deal well on my way to Del Hala, I'm, I, we left at different times, but I'm slightly in front of you guys. I'm, I'm like 15 minutes away, two-lane highway going into Del Hala Lake. Dude comes zooming up beside me, honking his horn and waving, pointing at the rear of my that camper. That can't be good. There's nowhere to get off. <laughs> so I finally go another half mile and whip it into a Dollar General. I make my way to the back of the camper to find my bicycles have been dragging the ground. <laughs> For an undisclosed amount of time, <laughs> the bicycle on the outside. Now, let me let me interject yeah, right here. Yeah, jump about in. when Cal steps to the back of his camper, I come through, and I look over, and I'm like, "Hey, that looks like Cal and Jessica." I was like, "They must be okay," and I just stick my hand hey, out, just you... give them the old friendly wave, like, "Hey, partner," <laughs> and I'm literally... and keep on going. Just <laughs> so. We had we had a bicycle that I borrowed from my mom and dad, the country cruiser, the one speed, you know, old person bicycle. And my wife was on the inside of the rack. The country cruiser, my mom and dad's bike, is now in the in the dump because it literally drug that bicycle in half. Like the the half that drug the road is gone. The, the tire, the pedals were ripped off. The now, tires were all rubbed off. Everybody's gone. wondering, thinking that I gave you a faulty bike rack. No, no, not the bike rack problem. The bumper came off yeah. the camper. <laughs> Apparently, the, my camper bumper is not rated for said bike rack, and it just ripped. I had to finish ripping the bumper off, but it ripped it down. It and just was completely the folded down, yeah. like ninety degrees. So there's some context for bike mm-hmm. problems. Ryan, continue with your story. Wait, I'm sorry. Were people yeah. not like honking at you when you're going down the Finally, street? Finally, that one guy did. Okay. Yeah, he came around me. Like I said, it's a windy two lane road, so people passing me would have never known. Oh, okay. It, okay unless they saw sparks flying this guy just came up behind me to come up behind me and had guts enough to get around me to blow the horn and honk and it would be funny if you like flicked them off and kept yeah, on going jerk. <laughs> Mind yeah. your own business. if i would have made it 10 more miles there would have been no bicycle yeah, left. And but, a fire. yeah so that was my experience with with said bicycle rest mm-hmm. so, so i believe the same may have been the same trip i i am packing up and i noticed that you know on a bike rack there's two arms that stick out and they're par- supposed to be parallel. Well, I noticed one is really low, and immediately I'm blaming the kids. I'm like, Who, "What kid has been hanging on right. my bike rack?" Mm-hmm. Let's see an opportunity down. to do some chin-ups. And mm-hmm. so I realize when I try to bend it back, we don't have any kids <laughs> capable of bending this bar down. So I'm like, "This is just a faulty bike rack." So I do a lot of internet research, find one that's rated for a camper send one back get a new one for our florida trip and it was what maybe a halfway in kyle's behind me and he's like i think you got a problem 
And I mean, how how much lower was one side of my bike? Oh, than the it other? was. It looked as if the bicycle was heading down the Swiss Alps. It was so slanted. So, every time there's several railroads and bumps you, and every time we would hit a, yeah. of course we had our walkie talkies, and every time you would hit a bump, it would just it would gradually get lower and lower. It's a pretty it's a pretty violent bump. I mean, when you're on not only on the back of your vehicle, you're the back of the camper. Yeah. And I mean, it's a bounce. I mean, it, you hit any kind of bump, you just know everything is just going up yeah. and down. Adam was leading. He typed in the GPS, take us the route with the most <laughs> railroad yeah, tracks. Where, where can we jump? <laughs> where can we dukes we a hazard some campers? <laughs> Anyways, make a long story short. It was, uh, it's not stressful. It is, well, sorry. It is stressful when you're thinking the whole time, my bikes are getting ready to fly off into the highway. Yeah. But we yeah, made it. We made it. Bikes made it. They made it back and uh, all was good. Had a great time. And so when I got there, I noticed that I had the exact same problem. Mine was bent as well. So I joined the crew. The bike rack saga continues. We, yeah. we still don't have resolution, right? Uh, I have a resolution. So this is this is a shout out to, I don't want to give them any free pub, but it starts with an A and rhymes with Glamazon. Oh, okay. But uh, I had bought the rack from them. Same thing that Ryan did. Uh, bought it like nine months ago. I got on there and talked to them. They're like, all right, we'll send you a new one. I'm like, oh, they didn't ask for the other one back. They didn't ask for pictures or proof. I was like, dang, you just give me a $130 bike rack? Yeah. So there do, you go. I think do the with solution, that knowledge what you want. I'm pretty sure I know what the solution is. It's don't buy the $130 bike that rack. Could You're be. right. You got to go all out like $500. Well, I got my bumper welded back on and reinforced, but I'm still so gun shy. Yeah. And I bought a new bike. So there's uh, the, my trip, the bicycles went inside the camper. Well, and when the bike rack is worth more than the bike you're putting on it, right? <laughs> I'm right. not sure it's worth it at that point. Yeah, exactly. So we, can I can I switch gears and sure. just talk about something on the trip? It kind of goes a little bit into an explain it to Lance. Ooh, perfect. And as soon as Adam said it, He's got the worried look on his face. Oh, no, he did. His face went blank when you said it. As that. soon as Adam said it, I went right to my phone and typed it in because nice. I knew that we'd be discussing it on this podcast. And so, so you turn the tables on him. He's usually the one that does this to us. Right. He keeps the notes on stupid things we say. And so somehow I can't tell you exactly how the conversation came up, but we started talking about fingernails and the length. Mm. And Adam makes a statement as if it is just fact that he's like, yeah. Your uh, fingernails grow when you drink beer. <laughs> and I didn't want to argue it there. I wanted to argue it today. Okay. Maybe maybe that's true. I've I just, missed this conversation. I've so never heard this before. So I could have won a Guinness Book of Records. Like I could have been that lady with the round. <laughs> yeah, know, the, the I say, based on that beach trip. <laughs> Whew, no wonder I clipped my fingernails three times. So I'm not saying you're going to bet a million dollars in this, but I think I heard some truth in your voice that you think there is some truth potentially. Well, I know for my own sake, I, oh. I've, I've seen it multiple times. I can't speak for the, the general population, but I can only speak from my own experience. In his test subject, yeah. which is himself. Mm-hmm. Have Has there been some research? No. There hasn't oh. been. I will effort that right now. I'll okay. continue on. This kind of feels on. like your um, your your length of hair question. Like it just kind of seems like it's it's more of like your genes and your you know whatever mm. you inherit. I will say something. I'll add while you're looking that up. Lance would have been proud of us on this beach trip. Although we did take several calories in in the liquid form, I came back the same weight and I got the most exercise I've had all year. That's awesome on this trip. And it was to deal with. And this was Adam's first experience. Of we all had our bike contraptions and we would hook our wagons to our bicycles and pedal them back and forth to the beach because we love our kids and our family so mm-hmm. much. 
But I'll have to say that was the hottest trip I've ever been in Florida. Yeah. The weather was – it's always hot at the beach. Yeah. It was exceptionally hot this year. It got beach. hotter toward the end of the week. Yeah. Too. But there's a small incline that if you're riding your bicycle with no weight, you're like, Pfft. I mean, that's not even a hill in Tennessee. You'd mm-hmm. be like, this is not a hill. This is a slight. But, boy, when you're pulling a full beach wagon and you've yeah. been at the beach all day. With six-inch plastic wheels yeah, that, that just don't anything. roll. Yeah. And you might have had a couple beers while you were down there at the beach. That it, 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 Tour de France getting up that hill. <laughs> but the best part that I figured out, and so and also the other part of this is you you have to be very choosy on what kind of wagon you hitch yourself to. There's right. some metaphors in here yeah, somewhere. Yeah, a whole other. But the, the the wagons that we had had these were the Walmart special with the three-inch wide, six-inch tall plastic wheels that you would think, oh, well, those would be good for the sand. <clears throat> nope. They're not good for anything. No. They're literally not. I don't they're know, good I don't for know more friction for. and causing it to be harder on you, I think. Yeah, so you get in the sand, and I, I swear it was like, what's the sled at CrossFit? Yeah. Or, or the, that's what it felt like. Yeah. It felt like you were pulling the sled, and we were always a good 100 yards away yeah. from the boardwalk. Now, once we got out there, we had – that was a cool thing about that beach. We had tons of land of room. Yeah. But to get there, you had to pull the stupid – I mean, I, the first time I got there with it, dude, my – Oh, I yeah. thought I was going to pass out. Like, my heart was racing. Meanwhile, the people with sweat. the big, fat, rubber air tires oh, just yeah. walk by you with, looks like twice as much the stuff. The 90-pound woman. down the beach. Just, <laughs> yeah. God. I'm investing in one of those yeah. for next year. What a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, I've done, done a little research. Back to research. Our crack staff is research. <laughs> in, in turn. It appears that Adam is very in tune with his body. Ooh. Well, that's no secret. <laughs> he's, Says, he's, uh, he's a well old machine. <laughs> From Google, cheers to the best news of all. Beer has been scientifically proven to help nails grow thanks to its richness in silicon from barley. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what is barley again? That's what it's like, like a grain? Yeah. yeah. A grain, okay. It's things that make your fingernails grow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Adam, I owe you an apology. Oh, yeah. I tried to embarrass you and... Uh, Come out ahead on that one. Was that your apology or you still owe me one? <laughs> <laughs> TBD. <laughs> You were right. Uh, yeah. All right. Man. I had a great time, though. We had fun. We had a little bit of a harrowing experience getting back. So we left on a Saturday. It took us eight and a half hours to get down there pulling the campers, which was making great time. Yeah. It took us, what, 12, 11, 11 and a half hours to get home? The traffic was awful. Oh, really? It rained a couple times. and That's the difference just... in leaving on a Friday and a Saturday. Yep. Pro tip, go drive during the week, not yep. the weekend. We left on a Friday and got down there and never had traffic problems. We left Saturday early mm-hmm. and still hit all the traffic in the world, so. Yeah, Friday but, to Friday. But while time. we were there for eight days in Florida, it rained 10 minutes once while we were out to eat at a restaurant. Yeah, nice. that, was, uh, that was perfect. Yeah, it was great. Good great family time. time. Great time. Kids mm-hmm. loved it. So Should we? Time? I mean, I don't want to throw Adam under the bus again. But yeah, the other, no, let's do it. Yeah, the other story that I remember <laughs> the, is that. The, the, no, it's not a story. It's the story. The oh, story. Of the trip. <laughs> can't wait to hear this. Oh, God. So, oh, we're going. <laughs> We've got photographic crap evidence is, of that. So. Yeah. Crap might be the uh, crap the is crap. You take another right. dump on the side of the highway. Well, <laughs> <Not> completely. <laughs> Ryan, very warm. Ryan, <laughs> very warm. You were you were the closest to the incident. Well, I believe what started. So we took a pit stop. You know, as you do, kids have to go to the bathroom. I believe Molly was had gotten car sick <laughs> early Twice. in the trip, and this may be 30, 45 minutes in. And so, of course, you know. Oh. On the return. We're on the return. We stick together as a group. We pull over. At a rest stop. At a rest stop. And so Adam's in front, and I'm pulled up right behind him. Kyle's a little bit behind us. 
And so while the kids are taking forever too long in the bathroom, as they always do, Adam, I see him up there. I'm sitting in my car in the air conditioning. He's back there on the back of his camper. Kyle, it's so funny. I've <laughs> you replaying in your mind? visuals are all in my mind again. <laughs> so I'm in my truck. I'm looking at Adam piddling around the back of his, his camper. And he's he's messing around with the dumping area. Like, you know, there's so if, if you're not familiar with the, with the camper, there's one main pipe, but there's two different levers you pull. One for like gray water, which is your shower, sink. shower, sink, you know, that type of thing. The other is for the toilet. That's called the, the black nasty. water. Uh. So I look, <laughs> I've never seen, I just, I look to the right and I look back and there is a huge, like, 14 by 18 inch cow patty of all Adam and his family's poo. He opened that thing in the middle of a parking lot where like humans were going to be there all day for the next few days. <laughs> and But the best part is, so the camp railway stats nice. It has a hookup to where you can dump these things as you go. It's called, you know, anybody that's in the camping business, it's called full hookup where you can, you don't have to really keep it in your tanks. You can let it out. So well, I'm, I'm kind of an idiot when it comes to camper yeah. stuff. I don't understand the whole hookup thing. So I'm trying to visualize this like tank or whatever. So you you, you have tanks at the bottom of your camper. So yeah. everything that you do, whether it's do, the do or if it's if it's just take washing shower, your hands washing or you take hands. a shower, you have tanks that are holding that water. It's not just okay. splashing out on the ground. Right, right. Well, at some point those tanks get full. Yeah. They're 20, 30 gallon tanks. Yeah. At some point they get full. Both will get full or you have to empty them. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have the quote full hookups, as he said, which is just sewer. It's just a sewer. It's a sewer. Okay. Yeah. You, so when you, if you have a full hookup, which is the best, you, you run your, a pipe directly into that sewer and everything that you do goes into goes that in pipe. Okay. And then at the end of your trip, you unhook and you're, you're done. You go home. Yeah. yeah. When you don't, which most places don't, if you don't, then at the end of your trip, you have to go, to a dump site and you dump it. It's, it's not. A sewer it sounds awful. Honestly, it's not that big of a deal. It's really not. So, do you detach the tank from the? No, no. Okay, it stays on there and, and then it, and it's all like a sewer. Okay. It's, it's a gravity fed type yeah. system. Okay, it's all connected. It's always slanted. And you pull up and you hook your hose to it. Pull a lever. You don't even have to touch it. You, you just pull you, the lever and it. And you don't. Okay. Honestly, most of the time you don't see or smell anything. It's really not as bad as it sounds. Unless you, Unless you pull up behind Adam at a camp stop, and the curiosity so, gets the best of him, and he yeah. decides to pull that lever to see if there's any left, and it splats out. So I, I'd like to explain, if <laughs> yeah. I could, the reasoning why I did this. So sometimes you get some slosh, okay? I think the one negative about these tanks is they're, they're flat. They're flat bottom tanks. So mm. when you empty them, it just empties what's in the middle. Sometimes you get some right. stuff on the side. So my, my thought process was, well, I've been driving for a while. There's stuff, there might be some residual poo. I did not think of the poo. And a lot of times it, (laughs) (laughs) Lance just saw the picture. It's got the picture. (laughs) Is that the one where Adam's posing with it? I mean, I got to, I got to, I got to be honest. Half of me was mortified. The other half was pretty proud. I mean, it was. That had to smell terrible. It did. It In did. Adam's defense, most of the time when you do that, a <laughs> a, a small cup will come out, yeah. and you know you just cap it back if you're letting it slide. <laughs> it's usually not what that is. Yeah. That was a good entertaining hours laugh for us. So what do you back, so. what do you do? I mean, do you try to hose that off, or you no, just you leave just it there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's no getting away. There, well, There's no cleanup out well, there. Well, at so one point, Ryan. 
pulled, pulled got halfway there with a bottle of water and he stopped and, and like ran off and well you know smell, i never explained it it's one it smelled and two i thought there's a chance of splatter getting on my <laughs> yeah. shins yeah and i just uh, couldn't take I'm the risk <laughs> he immediately regretted that decision. and third that bottle of water wasn't touching yeah, that wasn't so, yeah right we're hoping for a rain shower shortly after we left. Yeah, it might not have rained for a month after that, <laughs> unfortunately. So, so I, I have something I want to throw out. Yeah. About a week ago, both of my girls and I were driving down the interstate, and uh, we come up on a semi, and we we're just chatting. And I was talking to my girls about, oh, when I was little, we used to go on trips. I would do the honk oh, thing. Yeah. You know, the honk signal. Oh. The arm up to, to get the semis to blow their horns. And they just thought this was the goofiest thing. I was like, well, do it, do it. And Ella is like scared of everything, just nervous about everything. But she got up the courage to do it. And so we got up next to a semi and I said, and I rolled her window down. She's <clears throat> flipping out. And I said, just do your arm like that. She did it. And he, rah, rah. And I mean, they, and then it was like, find another one, find another one. We did it in this 20 minute stretch of interstate. We did it three different times. And every driver did it. I mean, when they asked them to, they did it. And I said, I guarantee you, it made their day. Oh, yeah. You know? It's the little things you pass. I remember doing that. It's the little yeah. things you pass along. Good to see the trucking generation hasn't given yeah, up on that exactly. either. Yeah, they pass that on. I bet them. it's less, too. And I, But I told them, I said, I guarantee you, that's probably the first time in weeks that anybody's done that. Because I don't, I, I don't even think about doing right. that. Obviously, yeah. I'm not doing that when I'm driving <laughs> the road. But I don't ever see any, see that happening anymore. It just hit me that it, it occurred. And, and uh, I was like, I bet it, I bet it made them as happy as it you know, made y'all, but they could not wait. I mean, the whole yeah. way back, they want to do it again. What do you yeah. think? What do you think our hit rate would be if we tried to do? I was going to say challenge this week. <laughs> if you're like, driving to work, if you're a grown man, <laughs> try to see if you can get anybody to honk. Do, do y'all ever do the um, honk in the tunnel? Oh, oh absolutely! Yeah. I love the honk in the tunnel, but if nobody else does it, you look like an idiot. If yeah. every time we go to Gatlinburg and you're coming back. Oh, from yeah. Gatlinburg to Pigeon, my, my kids are they know the turns now they're like get ready get ready roll the windows down but Lance, but Lance is right usually used to in the old days if one person <laughs> yeah. would do it everybody everybody was going on freight train coming and now out. you're yeah. usually doing it alone right yeah. Yeah. and probably somebody's like where's that jerk blowing his horn at like, right yeah. right we always used to try to like start a little chime like dun 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 dun, dun <laughs> and see if anybody <laughs> finish it used yeah, to as a kid somebody eh, eh, you know now you're just like well, I guess I'll finish it. That's a good idea. Yeah, right. everybody's Try that on the next phone time. now. Yep. Speaking of, I guess, vacations, I'm not quite done with mine yet. Oh, the, continue. My annual guys trip is coming up. Oh, did, oh, I, no. did I have I announced on the podcast what we're doing yet? I can't remember. No. no. I think I tossed around some I ideas. think it was still in, you were it still in, in research works. mode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to, uh, actually, this week, uh, Friday. Uh, so today is Wednesday oh. when we're recording. So. Mm. We're leaving Friday morning out of Nashville, flying into Orlando, and then driving to Daytona Beach. Oh boy! And oh the, uh, boy! The main uh, the main event of the guys trip is going to be the Coke Zero Four Hundred. I think is the name of oh, it. Oh yeah! So we're going to a NASCAR race, the night race. Oh man! And have uh, you ever been to a NASCAR race? No, never been. Oh, dude. Not like a huge and a NASCAR night race fan. at Daytona. Oh, yeah, that's. I mean, you're going for the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. yeah. And cool. I and I, my buddy Kirby. Um, came through with um some amazing tickets for us as well i think it's going to be something similar to what we had when we went to the predators game a couple years back where i think we're in kind of like a lounge area where we have possibly how does, unlimited how does kirby food keep getting drinks. all like the, this the kirby he's, got a, new he's got a marketing yeah. job man he or he had a marketing job now he sells bitcoin because he's, he's a smart guy so but anyways we have some man. we have some awesome tickets uh really Jealous. excited about that but i don't really i mean i don't really know a whole lot about nascar i think i grew well, up watching it 
I was going to put you on the spot. I want you to name five NASCAR drivers right now. <laughs> I mean, act, <laughs> a, a, see, active. See, that's where I'll struggle with. Uh, Denny, Denny Hamlin. Yeah. yeah um, TJ, our buddy TJ, screaming at oh, the podcast. Oh, Kyle, right? Kyle Busch, right? Yes. Kyle yeah. Busch. Joey Logano. Man. Have you been doing some research? No, no. Right these now? are just – they're like uh, – isn't there like a Bush brother? And there are two of them? There's Kyle Bush. Kurt. And Kurt. 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 Is he full-time yeah. still or is he – Cole, Cole Trickle, is that one? Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle, <laughs> yep. That's right. <laughs> Rowdy, Rowdy Burns. Was that? Rowdy Burns. No, I mean, I can name some of the older ones, like, you know, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, uh, Richard Petty. That's where uh, my fandom goes back to. I was a, we were hardcore NASCAR fans mm-hmm. when I was a kid growing up. Yeah, so I, I remember growing up watching a lot of that with my dad, but recently I, I hadn't got into it. And what was, what was so funny is, like, none of us are really NASCAR fans, and we also realized that this race apparently is the last race before the playoffs begin. And my buddy Nick responded in the group text message, and he was like, there's playoffs in NASCAR? <laughs> <laughs> playoffs? We're playoffs. talking about playoffs. So, yeah, literally have no clue what we're doing. Uh, we were we were pretty much just going to show up there looking like yeah. white trash, but we found out that there might be a dress code in the lounge where we actually have to have a collar shirt Yeah, you don't, don't want to get thrown out of the lounge. <laughs> but it would be pretty funny if we just showed <laughs> up. <laughs> I will say NASCAR is one of those experiences – like on t- if you're a NASCAR fan, you watch it on TV. Just like I'm a golf fan, nobody likes golf, but I like watching it because I'm a fan. But going to NASCAR, even if you're not a NASCAR guy, is an experience. Yeah, that's crazy. The crowd's an experience. The the cars, it it. I guarantee you, you will not believe how loud it is. Yeah. We're, we're supposed to have earplugs, right? Yeah. Well, what I would do, pro tip on that, rent the scanners. I'm assuming they still do that at NASCAR tracks. A scanner? Yeah, so basically it'll look like you got your headsets on, but you can tap into the drivers talking to their pit crews and the spotters and stuff. There you go. Adam just pulled it out for you. What is this? That's a scanner. To be clear, Adam pulled out a set of headphones. Yeah, and there's the scanner. This was not a setup either. He literally just pulled it right out. What is this? I got you taken care of. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so they usually have – Correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a long time, but they'll have a sheet with the yeah. with the frequencies of the drivers. Yeah, I and you, you can tag. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, you'll have to pay. I think it's like ten dollars. Yeah, uh-huh. but to get they they rent that same setup. Yeah, don't ask why I have that. They rent the same setup, <laughs> and it's like I don't know, maybe eighty hundred bucks or whatever to rent it. But you can you buy the sheet that has yeah. all the codes. And then you can get like the 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 flagman yeah. and the and the pace car, yeah. all that stuff. It's really cool. It the best parts to tap into the uh, oh, my favorite the drivers. My far, yeah. favorite was the drivers and their spotters because right. they're constantly chattering. He'll be like, because you think about it, when those guys are strapped in, they can't see a lot going on side to side, and their spotters are literally saying, "Hey, there's a guy low, got you clear low, clear high," and you, they'll they rely on those spotters to tell them who's around and what's going on. It's it's pretty cool. Or the drivers cussing but, another driver, right? Yeah. I wonder a, if I'm going to come back a NASCAR fanatic. I think you after could. This. We'll see. You very well could. Well, well, me and Ryan and uh, and and Brad Parnell, a, a fellow listener, and TJ went to a race yeah. a couple years That's ago right. and up in Kentucky, and that was an experience. Yeah. It's good people watching, but yeah, the, the best thing if you yeah. get down close to the fence and you get forty-four cars yeah, going, and especially by. at Daytona, yeah. they're they're doing over two hundred. I'm guessing at Daytona, yeah, dude. I mean, when you when you're feet away from forty cars doing two hundred miles an hour, that feels like you're behind a jet engine. Yeah, man. holy crap, yeah. it's crazy. And it's loud. impressive. It's yeah. impressive. I yeah. do remember a, a good highlight. I, Adam, I don't know if you remember this, but we we decided if you go to NASCAR, you got to tailgate. Yep. I mean, you got to people watch and just enjoy the show. And so we did. We got there early. Kentucky in the middle of the summer. It was like 100 degrees. It's perfect place. Jeez. 
Well, <laughs> a couple of good old boys from Kentucky, from Lexington, I believe, pulled up next to us, and they're having a, a good old time. I mean, they're, like, catering food in, and an older guy brought out. They were smoking these cigars. You remember this? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. And, man, they smelled And great. we were smoking brats. <laughs> and we're not uh, – really? you know big cigar like we don't smoke cigars right. they smell good that often but yeah. they smell good and we're like when you have one you enjoy it yeah. so we really wanted one we're like how can we get one without just asking the guy for a cigar this might be a little devious i don't know but we were like why don't we offer them some food because we we had tons of brides mm-hmm. and hot dogs and different stuff we're like hey if you guys want any of this come on over well, we knowing full well they just had a full meal catered in right you know, they don't need our right our food and sure enough, bait was in the water. He took it. <laughs> they took it. He said, well, we don't need any food, but I've got a couple extra cigars. Y'all want any of well, these? Well, and we were like kind of him hauling oh, like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> yeah. I, pull my leg. I hadn't even thought about a cigar. Yeah. 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 He it's bust out the idea. old barter system. Genius. He still works at NASCAR. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's Good a little people. revolving around NASCAR. As I said, I grew up a NASCAR fan. Big time, actually. Go, used to go to races and stuff like that. Big Dale Jarrett fan back in the day. Um, but anyways, I thought, and I might have got a little tip about what we were doing, so I thought it might be a little fun to prepare Lance for his first NASCAR experience with notes. some NASCAR lingo. Now, can I phone a friend? Can, can Ryan help me out and Adam help me out? Can we yes, just collectively? We'll give you I, don't, a, I don't think you want me on your list. <laughs> a lifeline? It's been since like eighth grade. Since we'll I just kind of make it a fun, open little forum. Here. All right, we'll give Lance let's, a first crack right, at it, it and see on a few of these, and okay. then we'll just kind of just let's throw them it. out. So, all right, Lance, you may hear the term "arrow." Okay. That's all you. Got. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's all you got. I mean, all I can pull from that is aerodynamic. That's correct. Okay, but I don't. I don't really know anything else other than that. Like it's that deals with the angles in the car. And yeah. Stuff like so that, you right? basically got it. That deals with your. They'll okay. call it their aero package. How they set up their spoiler, all that to really? kind of get gain speed, downfall, you one know, for one. all that. Yeah. So you're doing good. <laughs> all right. So eighteen more to go. Let, let me give you another one. <laughs> give him the old chrome horn. Chrome horn. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is, is that like, like a 19... gear? Sh- is that like a gear shift? Chrome horn. I, oh, wait a minute. Chrome horn. Could it be a bumper? Like, it could like, be. Like give him, give him a little shove, a little That's love tap. That's it. You give him a little love tap. Yeah. Give him the old chrome horn. horn. This All is right. like 1980s. Racing, baby. Yep. This yeah. Like this is the good stuff. Lingo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I well, would I would have bet a lot of money that we would have never spent more than thirty seconds talking about NASCAR <laughs> no. on this podcast. Look at us, we're deep yeah, in NASCAR. Yeah. Deep. I'm audience, enjoying it. Our yeah. audience has yeah. dropped off. Yeah. I can only imagine TJ's never been more tuned in. Shout out, TJ. <laughs> All right, I'm in the dirty air. Dirty air. Dirty air. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm guessing this has something to do with. I kind of know what drifting is. I guess or uh, drafting. Sorry. Yeah, drafting. Okay. I think drifting is so another car thing. Maybe this has to do with like. I don't know, bad wind coming like like bad wind coming up from the draft. Like you don't like you want to be in the center of the draft, and maybe if you're not in the center of the draft, like you're getting like I don't know wind off of that. I don't know. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I wish I right. wish everybody could see your hand motions. Yeah, right now. The hand motions is really selling. <laughs> wind deals with wind. You're not all wrong there. It's dealing with the draft. Let me give you the definition by okay. NASCAR standards. Dirty air is the turbulence created by a lead car that negatively impacts the downforce and handling of the trailing car. Okay. So there you go. But it kind of, it kind of seems that's like, like, like wouldn't you think that um, 
if you're drafting that would positively impact it like so I don't know I'm just it, trying it can to make you faster but it cannot it, it also negatively affects your handling yeah it can also your car can start to overheat a little bit if you're not getting clean air coming over the radiator to try to so cool like the how does a driver correct dirty air do they just do they get closer to the lead car or if they're it's all about no this is getting out of my depth but <laughs> The more you have in a draft, I think the more effective the draft is. So yeah. if, you've, if you've got multiple cars in that draft, yeah. it'll help the middle cars. I mean, the dirty air is not – it, it kind of sounds like a negative connotation. It's just the fact of what happen, yeah. what's happening in the draft is okay. you're getting dirty air. It's yeah. not – you know, like I said, you could start to get a little – your car could run a little hot, but, I mean, it obviously makes you faster, both cars. But I can hear them now on the radio. I'm getting dirty air. I'm getting dirty get air. Got to get out of here. Right, and I will attest, once we started pulling campers, yeah. going back to the road trip, yes. if you draft each other, uh-huh. your your fuel mileage will go off about three, four yeah. miles a gallon. Yeah. It really works. Now, the lead car wow. gets pummeled. Mm-hmm. So we just kept – we were doing the rotation when uh, we dropped back. But, yeah, it definitely it's two to three miles a gallon difference. Oh, that's fun. And you yeah. don't have to be bumper to bumper. I yeah. mean, you can be a good 50 yards, 100 yards away. Give him the old chrome still, horn. Yeah, Give him right. the old chrome horn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lance, here's one. If you get this one, you get a, a bonus. <laughs> okay. Now it's more of a painted plastic yeah. horn. <laughs> Camber. Camber. Yeah. Dude, I have no idea on that. I'm trying to – Sounds like an instrument. Camber. I think you're on that's, something. That's timber. <laughs> timber. Tambourine. Tambourine. Yeah. Camber. Camber. I don't know. Something with uh, fuel intake. I don't know. Adam's got it. It's your tire. The way your tire Adam is, is, is only. angled. So you're when you're when they're driving. Yeah. You know they're not driving flat. Usually they're driving at an angle. So they'll they'll angle their tires yep. in or out a little bit. They call it camera. Adam's dead on. So here's the, really? the mm-hmm. NASCAR huh. definition. Tells how many degrees a tire slanted, negative degrees or outward, positive degrees, as opposed to being perpendicular to track. A single race car may usually have both positive and negative camber tires set up during a race, depending on the racetrack. How'd you know that, Adam? Uh, just, I'm smart. He's like deep in the, man's got a scanner. He's in the NASCAR <laughs> game. Can't really compare All right, Lance, with that. If, if, they're going, if you're going to – Calling your crew chief and say, "Let's give it a gas and go." What would they? Oh, I think I know this one actually. You'll you'll hear that on the radio. This means listen. gas it up, don't change the tires. You right? got it, nailed it. Yep, gas and go. All right. <clears throat> when somebody says, "I'm in the groove," maybe they're on the inside lane. I, I don't know. I've said that a few times. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it, it has something to do with like their. Um, I don't know. Positionally, they like where they are on the track. Maybe they have the inside, and they like the inside, so they're in the groove. I don't know. I'm going to say it's like the the fastest line around the track, maybe. That's it. That's yeah. what a groove is. It can vary inside, outside. Cars can vary which one which groove works better, but it's typically a line that's been used a lot. It will literally kind of be a groove, and your car may work better on the high groove, and the other guy may be better. A lot of times you'll see them racing, they'll be – and they look look like they're racing this far apart because the guy works better in the low groove, the other guy's better in the high groove. So there can be multiple grooves. Yeah, at Daytona they'll mm-hmm. be they'll be three or four wide at Daytona probably in some areas yeah. where they're you know guy hooks up better on the low and the other guy's better. How, the how does stuff. one know when they're in the groove? Mm. It's just a feel. <laughs> That's a feel. <laughs> Rubbin's racing. <laughs> You're gonna have to ask some questions down there, yep. Lance. I am. At least I've got some good, uh, you know, conversation to make in case I run into like. All right, Gordon you'll need something. to know this one because yeah. you're down there with your boys. Yeah. Happy hour. Happy hour. Yep. 
I'm assuming it's not the happy hour I'm thinking. No, it's not. They can drink in the car. Yeah. Happy hour. That's when they lap when they get to drink. And do y'all have any ideas? Adam? Adam's NASCAR man. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure happy hours, they're, they're able to just test on their own. They could just, they're not. It's it's the it, they're not qualifying, but it's not the race. It's the time in between, right? Yes, so can, it's just, the final yeah, practice before final the race. Practice. Okay, cool. We got kind of hour. I think it literally is an hour. I think. Mm. Do they still race for like the pole position and everything? Like, you, yes. Does that still, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They still Are you going to be able to go at any of that? Because that's pretty cool. Too. That's the yeah. day before. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do that in the morning. <laughs> this is a night race. It might. Probably. That's we're, pretty fun. We're probably too. just going to be on the beach. Drinking, yeah. I would probably go to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I'll give you a couple more here, and we can move on. But I've got a couple good ones over here. Um, let's see. Do you know what NASCAR stands for? No, I don't. Is it is it a uh, national? Let's just go what one, is it, what one is word it? at a time. What is, the, right. what is the word? Auto national racing. Association. AR national auto, auto. But what is it when that word stands for? I know. That's spell. what I was trying to think Acronym? of. Acronym? Acronym? I think right. that's right. Maybe it is. I think it's acronym. Some English teacher. I stepped down on a limb. I'm not sure if it's right or yeah. not. Anyways, <laughs> we know what we're talking about. It stands for something. Is it na- is national the first one? Yes. National. Auto. Hmm. Association. National Association. Oh, stock car. National Association stock, stock, stock car. car. Auto, racing. Auto racing. Boom, you boys hey. got it. Good teamwork there. there. Yep. <laughs> a few fun other ones you can, you know, slingshot, grenade. Grenade, yeah. uh, well, slingshot. That's like you know from Talladega Nights, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, you know that one. I don't, I don't know. I didn't actually think that was a real thing. Grenade, grenade. I have no idea. That's a that severely is. blown engine. That's when you blow uh, the engine so bad it blows it apart. Makes sense. Yep. There oh. you go. There's some fun NASCAR. You sound like you're ready now. You ready? I think I'm go ready. Go sling Kyle. some terms. That yeah. was that was some good prep work. Some fun NASCAR terms. I'm ready. Yeah. Go sling some rubber. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. That's the Ricky NASCAR Bobby. race. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But we haven't met for a while. Y'all got any? Um, funny things that your kids have done or you got angry at them for oh i had i did uh yeah i, I broke some new ground with my kids um this is not a political stance you do whatever you want to do with your kids but i you know i'm an open book here so i'll tell everybody uh I, I had the rare pleasure of a double spanking at my house mm. i got to vote with both kids over the same incident saying <clears throat> you know i did the old school line them up like all right <laughs> big one first did over my knee you know, and then swatted, the kids. swatted the butt a couple times. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> swatted the butt a couple times. It was a big fight. Both of them, one agged the other one on. The other one's, you know, fired back and then fired back, back and forth. And it's been a kind of rough week at work. And but they straightened up and all was good. So do you have the paddle? That no, over the I just went with the old school hand slap uh, so you got to be careful you can hurt your hand yeah i didn't go that hard it was more of a uh i wouldn't call it a good hard spanking it was more of a uh just to let you know this could happen mm-hmm. and my, i can turn the volume up so my daughters uh for whatever reason enjoy running around the house with no clothes on and i don't like that <laughs> i don't think i don't think that's a good thing to get used to at any age you're right and uh i've told them multiple times and so Molly, my youngest, is six, and she did it, and I lightly tapped her little booty, and uh, I will have to say I got yelled at for it. Like I said, not a political <laughs> stance. I don't care how you what you do with yeah. your kids. 
But man, for like the next two days, my kids were pretty good. I had no more yeah. incidents. Of course, it that waned and it, you know, whatever. But well, I think it's healthy for you too because you get some aggression yeah. out. You get you get blow some steam off. Yeah. You feel better by yourself. Right. Then yeah. you feel like total crap. Right. I mean, for that moment, I did. Go, I did go like explain. It wasn't just like whip them and send them off. Whipped them. I got over it for a second. I said, "All right, sit down." Do you know why? Yeah, let me. (laughs) Do we know why we got spankings? Yeah. And to my oldest credit, she's seven. She explained, yes, I know why I got a whipping because I was doing this, this, and this. Jack was a little more adamant. He didn't understand why he got a whipping. So I sort of explained it to him. So needless to say, I I did the uh, responsible spanking. I I talked it out after, which I'm sure they enjoyed. We've all been there. Yeah. (laughs) Good times. I can think of, you know, I've talked in here before about we bet in my house from time to time. And I've gotten to that stage where if one of my kids gets cocky enough and they want to bet me that I'll just take their money. Mm-hmm. I figure it's a good way. <laughs> I would rather me teach them the, le- the lesson than someone mm-hmm. at school yeah. teach right. them the lesson. Right. So Good way to supplement your income, too. Yeah. <laughs> but they, <laughs> Get some of that chore money back. It's just a circle. Yeah. So, but now the, the boys, I think I've planted a bad seed. They've actually started betting each other. Oh, um, and so there was a huge debate at our house the other day, which I, I just sat back and listened to and watched. Which I'm impressed. Entrepreneurship is a good thing in this country. So. And we'll see if you guys know the answer to it. But it was, have y'all seen um, Liberty Mutual? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to sing the song, but there's an ostrich or an oh, yeah. emu on there. Mm-hmm. Emu, I guess. And so they were arguing whether, like really arguing whether it was Limu Emu or emu limu. Ooh. What's what, what do y'all think? Say it, say the say the two again. Limu emu, or emu limu. I think it's limu emu. I'll say emu limu. I don't know why. You lost ten dollars, oh, Lance, wow. which is what Grant lost. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> he bucks. went big, ten went to one, like ten, ten bucks. bucks. I let it happen, and he had to go raid the piggy bank. Okay, how cocky was Reed after this happened? As cocky as Reed always is, right. from beginning to end, mm-hmm. and never lowered. He knew he was right, mm. and so of course Grant thought he was too. He was one hundred percent sure right. he was right too. So he felt good about his victory. Yeah, I think it's not a big deal until they start, you know, laying parlays. You know, once they start, like you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dad, times his dad go to sneeze yeah. before eight a.m. Right. Yeah. All the side bets they get right. going. I guarantee you we're that's having you, eggs in the morning. That's it's a when you got to work. So I've got yeah. no bedroom furniture left. Right, right. <laughs> I bet my toothbrush. Reed's over there with dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, question for y'all. Have any of y'all got into sports gambling? No. Well, I tell you, they push it more than anything. I know, yeah. and it looks fun. Yeah. But it's one of those things like, I don't know enough about it, so I'm, I don't want to step my toes into the water. But I, it would be fun to have – as much as fantasy football is fun because you've got skin in a game that you would mm-hmm. – why, why am I watching Detroit versus Washington? Mm-hmm. It's because I have a wide receiver. Otherwise, I have no interest in the game. I might see the final score. i got to imagine if you laid even $2 oh, yeah. on the game, how much more fun that would make it. But, man, I – heard I, you see it completely different. Yeah. I'm just illiterate when it comes to understanding – lines and keeping up with that and lines moving you can you can teasing you know, yes you can tease your bets and i just don't understand well and you know the worst probably don't need to the worst possible thing that could happen is that you win the very first right. time because you're like oh man this is, i'm going all in next time and then you know you're right your house is well they're, they're all like on. you said they're all trying to get you into their you know yeah. DraftKings or whatever 
bet one dollar and win a hundred if Steph Curry hits a three this season. It's like, well, he's going to hit a three in like the first two minutes. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you've got that hundred dollars to gamble with, which probably turns you into a degenerate. But mm-hmm. it does seem look like it looks a lot of fun. But I have no experience with it. Yeah, no comment. It's become no, a lot Lance more. Lance is awfully quiet over here. <laughs> yeah. it's definitely, it's, they call him the kingpin. No. It's become a lot more common. Right. Right now, more than ever. Yeah. You know, because it's legal in more places. Yeah. So, teasing the line is actually when you can, like, move the line down a certain number of points, which is actually kind of fun to do, like, in a foot, yeah. like, like with football games. I knew it was something to do with – yeah. Do what? Hypothetically. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically. If, <laughs> if, if one were to tease a line. Yeah. I had yeah. a friend tell me that, you know. Uh, yeah. I knew it was something to do with the line, but I didn't know what you did with yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, the payouts aren't as good, but you can win easier that way. Right. Because, like, say a line's, like, seven points, and you're like, oh, I, I know this team's going to win. Like, let's just move that line down six points to where – they only have to win by one point for me to, you know, right. win this bet or whatever. But like I said, the payoff's not as good. You could also bet. Kind of like insurance. You're, yeah. You, you, yeah. And if someone says they're betting the money line, that just means they're betting on a team to win, not really against the point spread. Hypothetically. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Hypothetically. Good to know. Where Lance is <laughs> Hypothetically, <laughs> if you were going to recommend a site to partake <laughs> yeah. in these types of activities, uh, what would you recommend? I've heard good things about FanDuel. Um, Bill Simmons is my guy, and uh, he supports FanDuel. So Ryan, you uh, are like a FanDuel. you are a stockholder in DraftKings. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe you That's would a very go good outside. Point. Yeah. I mean, you're even, outside the family. I'm offended. The Wait family. a minute, I'm an owner of Penn. I guess That's I need right. to look into that. <laughs> right. Uh, but real quickly, I was just going to say, my kids are really into this, like, poop phase right now oh, where everything yeah. is like poop mm. like, I got are they making I, up songs about it pretty much yeah. i asked them the other day what they wanted for dinner and they both said uh poop i want poopy yeah so i think i'm gonna get like chocolate pudding one mm. day from the grocery store and like i'm like here you dump go. it it's out of a diaper yeah here's yeah. your poopy scoop it out of a diaper and it's hard because like i really think what they're saying is funny yeah. like, even but boy if you make the mistake man, of ever laughing at yeah. one of their jokes yeah, you're gonna hear that same oh, joke fifty thousand times right but, but don't worry, that'll go away in at least 12 years. Yeah, yeah. I was say, with, yeah. I've got a 12 year old and eight year old. I would say don't encourage it. Yeah. We're yeah. still going strong. Yeah. Same here. Seven and three. It's, I guarantee you, I'll hear about poop when I get home before we get in bed. So. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. And I will say, Lance, I don't remember if I've mentioned this or not. If I have, forgive me. But we've got Jack's mostly potty trained, but I, yeah. I took some, uh, I took a tip from you. And oh, yeah. We got him the frog urinal. Yeah. Man, he loves spinning that windmill in the urinal. Man, me too. But uh, yeah, it's fun. I've done it also. <laughs> Just don't. If you've got a full bladder, yeah. be careful because you can fill it up as a man. You'll well, you get a little splashback. Like, you're right. You're like, oh, I'm getting towards the top on this thing. Um, nothing worse than cutting it off either. But anyways, um, Jack is. We got to be careful though. He likes to have a pee pee race now, so his little <laughs> urinal's next to our toilet, so we'll have a pee pee race at night. Yeah. But he's gotten the bad habit of looking to turn to see what I'm doing. <laughs> And he'll fire it all over the wall and everything. I was like, son, no, turn around. Because so, the urinal is not that big. So, keep your eye on the road. Yeah, keep your eye on the road, son. So I'm going to have probably to repaint a wall when the urinal comes down oh, because it's uh, pretty saturated. But, yeah, the frog urinal has been a big hit at the house. So shout out That's on That's awesome. Shout out on that. I'm surprised you can still hang with his stream. Oh, there's no. Age, he gets his pee hose. out. 10 to 15 seconds yeah. before I do. And it's in one solid stream, whereas mine is more of a – I'm more of a shotgun now oh, than man. a rifle. That was a big thing in elementary school. You would, you know, line up three urinals, and these were the ones that went down to the floor. Yep. 
and then everybody on the count of three, you start peeing, and then everybody back starts walking up, back, step yep. back yep. see who can make it the farthest yeah. without peeing on the floor. Hey, and those were the great days because you'd hit the back, your wall would hit the back, and you're like, yeah, it's still going. I, mean, I bet women pee. have no idea. That's <laughs> no. We all were like, yeah, yeah, we've yeah, done that. Yeah, absolutely. That's where those uh, memes, uh, I bet he's cheating, and there's <laughs> <laughs> three guys yeah, lined up against yeah. the back wall. Pee the farthest. the pee race. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, it was good to get back together. Hey, look Enjoyed at this. It. Yeah. A little laugh. episode. I've got a good story about my left butt cheek. I'm going to save that for next time. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. We plan on coming Can't back. Wait. If that doesn't bring him back, I don't know what Summer will. breaks over, we're back. That's right. Thanks for listening. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CommonPod. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for listening.